Welcome to Beyond This Space, space. the podcast where we choose topics each week to hold space with. So what does hold space mean? Hold space means that we discuss how each concept impacts our world today. Does it help it or does it actually hurt us? Or maybe we're missing something that we can't afford to miss. In a world full of craziness, we want to be a safe space. We're not here to be the calm, but to question the chaos. My name is Long. And I'm Kristen. And welcome to the conversation. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond This Space, and today we are talking about the show Sexy Beasts on Netflix. So this is a dating TV series, right? It's, yeah, it's like a contest or something. Yeah, it's very uh, different, <laughs> right? Because they dress up everybody like an animal or something. Yeah, so you go on a blind date with three people so there's like one main contestant and And then three three contenders contenders. and so they all dress up like in head-to-toe costumes the idea is that could you fall in love with someone based on personality alone and would you still feel the same after you saw them so that's kind of at least from what we got the gist of the show yeah, they just went to where you can't even, there's no recognition or like you can't even guess kind right. of what they would look like. Right. So personality versus looks. So do looks actually matter? And that's the big question that this whole show is about. Right. That is trying to answer is if looks matter, which is funny because I, I feel like most of the contestants are very good looking. Yeah, so, I mean... they're not average people. <laughs> you Half know? of them are like models or in a weird very niche job right i mean at least i didn't think they were i mean i guess that is the question too is are they your average people which i mean i don't know a lot of them are models yeah so i guess you unless i've just been living under a rock and there's just a bunch of models out there that it's such an average job now. i wonder I if they weren't like models or like they were like aspiring models you know it's like that step where they're just walking into right right modeling and but it sounds like they were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. And you kind of learn, too, a lot of these contestants throughout, what, six or seven episodes, they're all, like, in their early, mid-20s. Right. They're so, just trying to figure stuff yeah, out. definitely very catered towards your young Gen Zs. But most of the contestants, obviously, off the bat, they, they interview them real quick, and, um, you know, all of them say, yeah, they, they want personality. But the question is, is that true? And if it is, is, is it true for everyone? So I think our world has set it up to be looks are your first thing because we've already talked about first impressions are really important. So I think the world has played off that. Right. Even in a job setting, right? Right. First impression is, so I says think, a lot. I think that's true. And every dating app you have nowadays, everything that you do is based on looks first. Right. So I think that's interesting that they created a show to eliminate looks first but i almost also feel like even with some of the costumes like you were saying earlier that they weren't really even fair right like i feel like some of the uglier costume girls yeah guys actually got eliminated yeah because you put some of these contestants were in costumes that didn't play off the rest of them so one i think one of the episodes they were all girls as contenders so they were like a fairy and a tiger and then the other girl is like a zombie. a zombie 
So, for example, if girls would dress up to look cute and pretty, they might dress up as a fairy or a tiger or a tigress, right? Right. But what would who would a dress up as a zombie? Like... So it almost felt like the zombie girl off the bat, even though it was to eliminate looks. Based off of looks, she herself was already yeah. She was like know? put at a disadvantage. Yeah, and of course she was the one eliminated first. Right, she was. So I mean, just all that to say, I guess the show. I mean, it did its best to try to eliminate that, but. I felt like you could still see the looks very much did play a, a factor. But my question to you, Kristen, since you are a girl, is what is it then do girls really look or want in a guy? And let's say looks wasn't that, right? It's just based on who they were character-wise. What's your answer to that? So I think I think a huge thing that most girls want is a confident person. Yeah, I can so, see that. That's a huge piece because that's why the girls like the bad boys or like the country kids or there's just like these types that all of the all girls tend to have and it's because the ones that stand out in those types whatever it is is because those people have confidence like they kind of know who they are and so they like that's what causes them the attraction is just the confidence yeah. Now, obviously, you can be overconfident, and that's not cool. But just having the confidence in just being yourself makes it better. I think yeah. a girl wants real sometimes. At least adult girls <laughs> want yeah. real. It's crazy, too, because I think even in guys, it's similar. I think what a guy wants in a girl is a confidence as well, that she's confident in. If we weren't talking about looks, if we were just talking about whatever... I think most guys will also like a girl who's confident in who she is. I think a girl who's, no matter if she's short, tall, or puts on makeup, don't put on makeup, her style of dress, right? As long as whatever she's wearing or putting on, that she's confident in how she's wearing that. Right. So maybe it's a mutual I think it is. thing, right? I think girls look at confidence differently than guys because sometimes girls' confidence looks different. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, like, a confident girl sometimes is not always the loudest girl. So then the girls that yeah, yeah. are louder tend to get the most attention. But, like... Dang, that's true, actually. Huh? But the reality is, majority of the time, the person that's comfortable with themselves isn't going to always be the loudest person or be the head of the friend group because they don't need that. Because girls secretly compete no matter what's going on. <laughs> um, especially, like unhealthy girls so like especially younger girls especially like when you're in your mid-20s you're trying to figure yourself out and part of it is when you go out you want the attention because no one wants to be the less attractive girl or like the less attractive guy same thing so you're competing girls learn how to compete subtly really quickly I feel like when I was young like it's something girls have to learn fast that's interesting because, yeah, I've never thought of the way girls see confidence or the way they are confident right? versus the way guys are. Because it's true. I think with guys, confidence means you're the louder guy. Yeah, you're the head of right. the group. You're the you're... one who kind of right, creates the energy, the commotion. You're the one who makes the first move. Whereas with the girls, you don't necessarily need to do that. And I guess I, I can see that now because maybe a girl is more introvert, but she keeps herself. You know? But yeah, right. she's confident in all she does. She does her things well. She excels. But with guys, you would look at a guy who does that and you go, oh, he's a nerd. Or, oh, he, he, he don't got game. 
Right. But the female, it's possibly that it's different. So, I mean, that's just interesting. I, I never thought of that. So. Yeah. And, like, girls, because of part of the competition piece is, like, girls learn how to turn off their confidence and turn it on. Because a girl doesn't want to be the most confident person in the room. So, like, if they feel like a guy isn't as confident, they'll kind of turn down just a little bit. At least I've seen that. Or, like, they'll try – They'll do one way or the other. They'll overcompensate and be the loudest to be that or pull back. Now that I think about it, maybe it's that guys like the personality more than maybe it's that and not so much the confidence. I think or or that guys are attracted to the because guy operate and that confidence is loud and making decisions. So yes. maybe we by default think that that's what it is for the girls too. Or or that we're attracted to girls who flaunt what we think is confidence though it might just be that the girl is loud i mean girls will look overlook guys if they are quiet or they're not yeah. what they think they are too so both sides both ways probably yeah definitely you assume what confidence looks like so one of the contestant girls right because i think compared to the other girl she seemed more maybe mellow or chill mm-hmm. laid back or whatnot so the other girl gets picked instead of her right so she right. ends up losing or whatever and she says, maybe there needs to be that extra thing to create a spark, right? Right. And she's talking about the looks. Like, had this guy actually saw how it looked, maybe that would have been the extra thing. So, I mean, the, the question is, Kristen, do the masks actually kind of take away from the connection or the flirting? I think, yes. So, with girls that were competing in the show, the, you're right, the mellow girls tend to be kind of overlooked because the girls that embrace the awkwardness of it right. and were, like, loud about it and, ex- like, excited were the ones that these guys wanted. Yeah, because, the ones got picked over. Yeah, because they were like, oh, she's fun. Like, she can she can have a laugh. She can not be serious. And in reality, she was probably just uncomfortable <laughs> and trying to make a light of the situation when a person that's mellow and is like, okay, I actually don't care about looks. Like, I want to get to know you. It just kind of went over their heads. Yeah, most of those girls got picked over. I mean, and a lot of the, if not all of the women who were on that show, they were, like, gorgeous, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dang, like, these guys need to step it up. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. I don't think a lot of the guys were, especially the guys who were super into themselves, right? Super right. cocky about their own legs, right? A lot of the guys even banged on their own legs, which is funny because then you get to see them and... You're like, oh, he's okay. Or he, he's average, you know? Right. But I've noticed that the most of the girls weren't really talking about, oh, if only he saw me, that kind of stuff. So it's kind of funny that the guys were more banking on their looks than the girls were. And a lot of the girls were definitely way more attractive than, the, <laughs> than, yeah. than half the guys. So That's true. And speaking of looks, right? So the opposite is, again, Sexy Beast is about not looks. So... There was one episode where the guy's talking to the girl and the girl goes, oh, my friends, they describe me as such and such and such. And then she says, psycho. And he goes, red flag, right? Right. I don't know if I want to date a girl whose friends describe her as psycho, right? That's what he said. So when he gets eliminated, he's like super excited that he got eliminated. And she's like, well, you know, what the heck? Um, like, I don't like you Right, I don't like you more. Anyways, whatever. But then he says, well... I don't think I even want to get to know a girl if her friends describe her as psycho. So here's another question, Kristen. We got a lot of questions in this episode. Right? <laughs> a lot of things to be answered. 
uh, especially for the, <laughs> for the guys in it. So, does what a guy or girl's friends say about them make them more or less attractive? So, yes, I think it affects some of that because you tend to not hide parts of yourself with your friends, so your friends do know you well, especially like girls. Uh, it's so funny to hear them or like her say that her friends call it, describe her as psycho because there's like one point there's like a TikTok that's talking about how like girls best friends know everything they know every text message that they never sent that guy that's and it's funny. like it's true <laughs> to a point majority of girls will have that compulsion of texting somebody and going like oh is this right is this right but that's why I think there's a part of that's true like a friend knows a lot about you and sometimes they know your insecurities where they know your weaknesses because they see you through some of this stuff. Now, if you're just, if it's a new friend, I'd be like, uh, how long have we known each other? What, you know, how, what have you guys done with each other? Like, are you guys really close friends or are you just a friend that she hangs out with or he hangs out with once in a while? And that makes a big difference, I think. I'm curious too. So what does it mean when a girl calls her friend psycho? Like guys don't. Like, we don't call each other that stuff. <laughs> like, I don't ever describe my friends as psycho. Or if I ever did, I'm not describing that to a girl. And when I say that, I mean he's like a daredevil. Normally, I think, when guys say, dude, my buddy, he's psycho. And pretty much I'm saying he's a daredevil. This guy would do anything. So when it comes to the girls, when they say that, what do they uh, mean? So if they're saying it in the context of, oh, she's a psycho girlfriend, she's very, she's very territorial. Okay. So so it's part of that. Or like she in my head when I hear psycho, if you're like talking about especially relationship styles, it's like gaslighting. So somebody that's like gets very mad and like blows up. Yeah. That's what I would think. Uh if she's just a psycho in general, it means yeah, she's crazy. She does she's not predictable. Okay. Is like the best way to put it. I would not normally call anyone psycho like in a nice way I don't understand that one but yeah (laughs) I think like yeah I'd be like oh yeah she's crazy or but I wouldn't say that to a guy either you wouldn't describe one of your friends as yeah no I feel like that's something she maybe shouldn't have said (laughs) yeah yeah because okay that was a big red flag for the the guy who heard it but she seemed like that contestant or contender was definitely she was ready to get married, right? Like, she was the one that was like, oh, my future Oh, yeah, here. that's right. It was that one. So, I, I feel like there's a part of, like, her being like, I'm going to be transparent because I'm going to date this person and they're going to be the person. And it's like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's actually great leeway to the next portion here, which is, uh, so should you date for fun? I mean, and that's debatable from probably generation to generation. But your thoughts on should you date for fun? Because obviously with the contestant that you were just, that you were just talking about, she was not dating for fun, right? She wanted to date to get married. Yes, she did. So I think it's a personal decision that you yeah, make. That's so fair. that's fair. My personal decision is no. Like f- dating for fun comes at a huge cost. At least that's what I've experienced. Yeah. And so. Hi, Kristen. You out here dating for fun, huh? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but when you date for fun, 
this is what tends to happen. One starts to catch feelings, and the other one is still like, oh, we're having fun. And the fun portion. And yeah. so you tend to lean, one tends to care about the relationship more than the other. And it just creates hard feelings and brokenness because there's there's no boundary lines and there's no purpose. Fun is an opinion, just like anything else. Yeah. So. Right. I mean, if you're going to date for fun, being aware of what comes with that. If right. you're dating for fun, she's probably dating other... You have to almost be okay with her being with other guys too, or you can't be... I mean, if you're both dating for fun, right, you'd have to almost... You have to be okay. Yeah, identify what What do you mean we're, we're dating for fun, and are we both on the same page? And Because you know. I feel like dating for fun is a door to open for heartbreak. Because, again... It's almost like friends... With benefits, kind of, right? Yeah. And that's exactly you're what You're together, it is. but you're not. But you enjoy each other's company. But then if it didn't work out, it's whatever. You almost don't expect it to kind of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like, you're really fun to hang out with and do stuff with, but I don't see a future with you. Yeah. And that, and that sounds horrible. Like, yeah. you're starting a relationship like that. Yeah. And for guys, man, date for fun is costly. It's expensive because <laughs> you're going to be paying for a lot of these fun types of activities fun and things that you do. I mean, at least if you're a gentleman. And I'm not saying you're not one if you don't pay for it. But I mean, ultimately, I think you should. If you're a guy, you just pay for it. Right. So if you date for fun, it's expensive. So. Yeah, and it just it puts you in a bad place. So that fun, that relationship that you thought was great, when somebody gets more invested than the other person... You destroy it all. So you might as well just stay friends and not cross boundaries than walk into a fun situation and lose everything. Yeah. I'm curious too. So for, for people, I guess I'm just asking this for the <laughs> audiences. When you date for fun, are you dating the looks or are you dating the personality? I mean, this yeah. whole show is about personality over looks. But if we were just talking about dating for fun, I think people date the looks or are they dating the personality? So my assumption, and I say this because, again, I don't date for fun, but I think the assumption is that it's looks because everything else is set up that way, right? If you're on Tinder, it's about looks. Yeah. No one's looking at your profile, looking at what you read, what they're reading. Right. Um, yeah, I tell you, most guys could probably care less what a girl's reading. Which right, is or sad, like but. whatever the profile says, like you could write whatever you want down there. If you have a pretty face or what, whatever the situation is, that's what Tinder's set, set up for. Right. You know, everything else, every other dating site is like that too. So if you're dating for fun, your looks are the one that draws you in. But if you're not, if you're having fun, you're not trying to stick around. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and with the show Sexy Beast, I found out that, I mean, the, there was a difference when the girl was the main, when the girl's the main contestant versus when the guy was the main yeah. contestant. I think you're right. I think the questions were different. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like the girls, all the girls competed more evenly, even though you could kind of tell who was probably going to get eliminated. But with the guys, it was almost pretty straightforward about who's probably going to get eliminated. Right. I think it's because guys, an enormous, like, general statement, like, majority of guys look at the looks first. And now you're in a situation where you can't gauge any of that. Right. And they either bank on their looks or they are yeah. interested in the person, in the girl. And again, most of the guys 
most of the guys more than the girls actually were banking on their looks right. right a lot of comments of you know uh can't wait until they see me or you know super muscular guys right just flexing right so even though it wasn't about the looks at least for the guys it kind of was and yeah it was stats do show that guys are more visual so yeah which is true but yeah. i think it does like the comp- the competition piece of it was different because the girls did compete more evenly there's only one contestant right the girl was like eh, i feel like we're oh, just friends that's right so right so this guy he was the dancer and i think it was the fox guy or the wolf I yeah think he yeah was a wolf. and he passed up on i mean obviously he couldn't lose he was gonna win either way right just right some gorgeous contestants right very much but so. at the end right when the girl seemed into him as well and she was also banking that she would win yeah but then the mask comes off. Obviously, he's not losing, right? So he's satisfied with whoever he picked. But then the girl, after seeing the guy with the, the mask off, right? She goes, well, I'm not really sure where this might go. It just seems like friend vibes. But on his side, he's like, you know, I just want to take it slow because this, this can be something great. And it's just it's funny because like- they're completely on different pages now after the mask comes off. Yeah. That was really, it was actually kind of funny. But it was really interesting that it's only one pair that kind of did that. That's true, though. One of the six or seven. Yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe I was expecting more. But who knows? The show does not continue on with the after results. So we don't really know. Yeah, but I think the fact that their reaction, the first, like, right when they meet each other, is it helps kind of see, like, even if, they only last for a month or whatever. Like, it's better than... Better than I expected. I guess better outcome. Yeah. yeah. And and I would say this is just aesthetics. But whoever their costume artist, manager, director was, he or she done a phenomenal job. Yeah. I mean, they did very well. They spent all those, money. Yeah, costumes. And, man, I was like, that's a lot of money to, to dress them up. Right. The thing, too, is... If you make it past the first date, right, you go on the second date. And they normally ask them the question, you know, what are your tactics or what are your plans to succeed in winning them over? And most of them, you know, answer, you know, I don't have any. I'm just going to be myself. So I guess we're talking about the show, but just in general too, Kristen. The difference of being yourself versus trying to impress. I mean, is there, does one hand play over the other? Is there an advantage over the other? Bringing yourself versus actually trying to impress, right? Saying the right things or dressing a certain way. So I think people try to impress, especially like first dates and stuff. Um, It's more so try to impress than be yourself, right? Right. But at the end of the day, there's some relationships in your life that you shouldn't try to impress. Yeah. And one of the few things, and one of the few ones are obviously in like marriage relationships and like friendships there should be no reason to try to impress people you should be yourself or you can't create the relationship that's actually valuable because you're not being yourself or you're being a part of yourself and hiding the rest yeah ultimately right there's probably a balance yeah that's true i mean if you there's parts of, like, impressions, so, like, you can dress to impress or whatever. That's fine, I think. I think there's a balance between impressing somebody and being yourself. So, if you work out a lot, 
do you actually work out a lot? Or are you just telling me that because you have muscles? Right, right. Or are yeah. you telling me that because, hey, like, exercise is really important to me and I do it every day. Like, it takes a lot of my day out. Yeah. Like, that's a very different situation than being like, yeah, I got muscles. Look, I, I work hard for these. Yeah, I, I also think of, like, girls who IG the workout sessions and but they do all this and I, I think to myself sometimes, like, is this something you would do regardless if your camera was on? Or is this something you do only when your camera's on? Like so, you're trying to prove. Is, yeah. Is it, are you being yourself or are you trying to impress? I don't know. I mean, of course, same goes for guys. I'm not saying that the guys don't do it either. But. Oh, guys do definitely do it. Or like they'll do like the deadlifts and like show that. I've yeah. seen like that stuff on TikToks and I'm like, okay, whatever. No matter what, even with this show... Of trying to eliminate looks, I think it, it's kind of hard to right. eliminate that because you do still see the body type and at least what they choose to put on, right? Like right. a dress or a shirt, right? Still kind of plays into a physical connection. So you can only eliminate so much. Right. But again, I mean, props to Sexy Beast for trying this. I think we all know the questions of this, but how important, how important is the physical connection for someone to make a decision? How important is the actual physical connection? That's look, body type, whatever. So I think most of the time, there is a little bit of importance of it. Yeah. And it's it's because... I think that's the answer nobody wants to hear, but I actually think so as well. There's a little bit of importance. So if it's a person that you're not attracted to, like that's going to make everything else harder. And it's this too. Just because... A guy or a girl may not be attracted to, or I'll speak from a guy's perspective, just because a guy is not necessarily physically attracted to a girl, it doesn't mean or make the girl any less of who she actually is. Right. Not being attracted to somebody doesn't make them less, and it doesn't mean that the next person doesn't have that. So right, I, right. there's a huge piece of understanding that just because it you're not somebody's type doesn't mean you're not anybody's type. Right. Because I think a lot of girls, maybe more than guys, look or act a certain way because they think, oh, this is what guys want. Right. And if I'm this, then they'll pick me. But sometimes you can be that and I'm just not, you know? Right. I just don't have that physical connection. Right. But again, it doesn't take away from you. And and this is where the saying is real. It's not you, it's me, Right. (laughs) It's right. like, it's where that really is true. It very, know? very much is. And so we have to stop making it a huge deal yeah, and or, getting mad at yeah, somebody. downing yourself because, oh, like, these guys don't like me and I thought I was all, you know, and it's like, hey, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's just him. And that's okay. Oh, man, I have friends get heartbroken and they're like, I can't believe you did this and no guys like me. And I'm like, okay, hold up. <laughs> he <laughs> is screwed up. But promise you, there are plenty of guys who are lining up to get a chance to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. I think girls tend to go on that spiral. Just the idea of... Because I think sometimes girls catch feelings fast. Then they're trying to justify the like, heartbreak. Figure out, yeah, where it went wrong. Or if I was this, more of this, less of that. Right. And it's like, no, just... Yeah, ultimately be you, right. You know what I mean? I hope you do that because you're, you're you. And if you're impressed with that, great. You know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, back to the question again. I think that the nice answer that everybody wants to hear is that, no, that looks don't matter. But I think the reality shows that it does. 
Right. It's not the it's not the complete and utter deciding factor. Right. But it it has something to do with it, and it's just kind of part of like science too. Like we are each one of us is attracted to something and yeah to a certain type, and that's okay. And sometimes yeah, that good. type is an actual like physical attribute, or sometimes it's like that personality type that just sticks out and that's it. Yeah. It could be in a so the flip side of the physical connection is right an emotional connection. Right. So some guys or girls are just attracted to a certain trait or character. So like things such as like accents, right? Like if like yeah. in the show, a guy has an accent, he already has an advantage off the bat, no matter what he looks like, right? That's true. Like this is like emotional or a mental attraction, right? Right. A accent already gives you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've already lost a guy who has an accent. You know? Like, if I'm competing. So... Yeah. Sometimes these, these connections can be other, right, than the physical. Right. Um, you know, or or funny. That's true. Girls who are super funny to some guys are very attractive. Right. Whereas to other guys, it can be a sense of immaturity. It can immaturity be almost too eternal. much. Yeah. But that's a non-physical, right? Right. But I think some of that comes with it. So, like, your emotional connection can create part of your physical connection and vice versa. So, yes. so that's why I say it is still important. Yeah. It's still very important, your physical connection, because a relationship is vulnerable. And so you have to have both. It's almost like, I, I even hate that I'm going to say this. But <laughs> it's almost like where the... So, from a guy's perspective, where the girl might lack on the emotional side, at least her physical side kind of makes up for it. <laughs> or where I, she would yeah. lack on the physical side, an emotional or mental personality connection makes up for the lack of physical connection. Both ways. Both ways. But again, yeah, I, I, I almost hate that I'm saying this, but it's just, I, I feel like that's, that's why you do need both, because they do balance each other. You can overlook something because they have something else. Right. You know, I mean, sadly, but I think that's, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. It's very true. So, I think, <laughs> it like, sounds so bad, but. And, you know, your goal is to obviously have a healthy relationship no matter what you're doing. Right. Um, right, that's the ultimate. But, you're right. They balance each other out in some aspects. And that's okay. I think it's supposed to be that way. Yeah. It sounds bad. It sounds bad, but it's actually normal and completely both-sided i mean the uh, sexy beast episodes themselves um all the dates are different as well so which i don't like let me be honest with you because i feel like one was more extreme than the other one could be more or less right which could trigger different emotions, emotions. so not necessarily fair playing rounds not at all yeah and i don't know if like the contestant or something gets to pick, or if that was already planned, and I'm, it's probably most likely already planned. But, yeah. Like the spa date versus the amusement date. Yeah. Like those are almost complete opposites, which you, would trigger different... Yeah, it triggers completely different yeah. emotions and different situations. The conversations you're having in a spa is completely different, different than you're having at a, an amusement park. Yeah, and, and I'm curious what the outcomes would have been different, right? If they plan the same date. If the yeah. contestant went on the amusement park twice or went to the spa twice, right? But it's a different guy. Would that have 
created a different outcome. I mean, I guess we won't know because they didn't do that. Right. But I think the dates matter, possibly, right? Where you go into a movie is going to be different than you going to uh, see a comedy show. Right. So I think that's true. I think in normal situations, um, the first date does matter. Where you go matters. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be, like, fancy or expensive. Like, that's not where I'm coming from. It's more of, like, if you go to a movie... You're going to maybe have dinner, and then you're going to go spend two to three hours. You're going to spend more time in a movie not talking yep. than you did at dinner. Right. I, I'm curious, too, if they allow the guys to select. And I would have been more okay with that. Like, if the show, The Sexy Beast, was like, hey, on the second date, we're allowing the guys or even the girls to select where they want to take the date. Then I can see that. Yeah. But I don't think that ever came up. Because then that, that could at least be, okay, I can see that they are, the guys are competing because they're picking where they think they can most woo the girl. Right. But I think these dates were already pre-planned, and the contestants and the contenders just have to go with the planned date. Yeah. Like, a guy might not normally take a girl to a spa date, but now yeah. here he is, and he, ha- he has to play that part, where he normally would have su- succeeded if they weren't going to a spa date. So, right, that's true. I would say... Probably one of the more fair things was that the contestants went in not knowing each other's backgrounds. So I thought that was probably as fair as it can get. Yeah. So we at the audience knew they were half of them were models, but they didn't know that unless it was asked or talked about. So Right, that's super true. It kinda helps even level that playing field. So now, Kristen, I figure we will state the obvious, right? The big elephant in the room is that sexy beast is a reality show. Right. So these are real people going on real dates, which is very strange because you watch this. So you're watching them trying to figure this stuff out. And I think reality TV in general is something that you just you're put you're putting yourself in someone else's like shoes or in their own their own situations. And when you're talking about like a reality contest, especially like dating, it's very strange and it's almost like it's not real right it's reality tv obviously it's in the name right they want it to be as real as it can be and yet at the same time it's it's being set up right like everything set up it's not as natural as it would or could be right there and of course the directors are catering kind of to the viewers right so it's a reality I mean, but a a setup still <laughs> that's super true and we were like talking about this when we were watching it Every date had alcohol in it. Yeah, I think every single one, at least one of the dates revolved around alcohol. Completely revolved. Or like, especially like the first two, the first meeting of all three contestants when... They're all drinking. They're all drinking. And they're drinking all day. Because it looks like, and I don't know if this is true, but it looks like each date, like each episode was probably filmed all in one day. Yeah, that's possible. If not, there's a lot of work they got to do. So with all the makeup thing, all that makeup, all off, yeah, back on two, three days in a row. That would Which be insane. It's possible if they were, but but majority of shows like this, like it, it all happens in one day, or like it happens in a process in like two days. Right? How can they make the most money and save the most money? Right? Right. They would save money if they film it all in one day. So then you have these people drinking alcohol all day long. Or maybe they're not drinking. Maybe they're like mocktails or something. But yeah. 
But I think it's possible they are. Because, I mean, you know, when people are a little tipsy, they kind of make, they line up the mood. And so right. TV wants, reality TV wants to be able to capture these moments. And, of course, this is where they make their money. Right. So it's, people love alcohol. So if there's alcohol. It adds, it, yes, it, it adds, adds to the chaos, it, right? It adds to the chaos. So. Because you're going to say something when you're drunk more often than you are when you're nervous and you're sober. <laughs> and the costumes too. They, man, they spend a lot of time and money. You can tell into the costumes. Right. The makeup are like detailed to the T, right? Um, so they're, they're doing all this to bank on the fact that they can draw people's attention, right? Right. And the narrator himself. I mean, he, he was okay. I didn't really like his voice. Kind of annoying. Yeah. But, I mean, the, narr- the narrator... Did his best to draw in people with his comments. Right. Or how he said something or what he would say. Yeah, they're trying to play off of just different things. And that's really interesting, like, to have that. And I think the narrator would be, like, the replacement or the the equivalent of, like, the... Like, if you watch other dating shows, they have, like, a Uh, host. Game host. Yeah, a game host. So I think that's what the narrator really was right or like an mc right starts to entertain the people right when there's like dead spaces so right and of course reality tv plays into the fact that people seek excitement or drama or they, yeah, they crave it yeah they do i think that this show i think they made the best decision of making it as short as it is because attention span of people are getting shorter <laughs> and shorter yes and you can create the most wild moments of every date and make that the date yeah right yep because cut all the boring parts let's just put all the fun parts and like let's get through it alcohol and all the colors again makeup all the colors look at all the flashy colors yeah look at how cool this is you want to be on the show too and like that was really interesting but if you take other reality tv show things especially like dating shows yeah like bachelor nation like all of the bachelors and bachelorettes and stuff like that, like everything's based on the drama. Yeah. Like no one's there to actually meet their husband or wife or whatever the situation is. And they're there to have fun, have their time, have their moments of fame and hopefully build a career out of the situation. Yeah. It's possible that the contestants more likely than not are on there to get a boost in their right. own life, career, or choices. It's very true. Hey, I'm a model. Look. Oh, she's pretty. Well, let me see if she actually models. Let me check out her. Now, yeah. You know, or um, like... That kind of stuff. Or they're getting traction because people have seen them before. Yeah. I know, I think I saw something about one of the contestants on TikTok. Like, their ex realized it was them. Like, that's insane. But how many people watch that TikTok and then went to go watch that episode? Because they're like, oh, yeah, that is him or whatever. Right. So. Do people, right. Do people go into win or are they really there just to use it as a bridge? Is reality TV actually real? Yeah. And I think to to some aspects it is. If you're like talking about like a reality TV show where like you go into somebody's house or something and experience their life. Almost like blogging, uh, blogging. Yeah. Or is it blogging, blogging. Right. You do see some things, but like you don't. You don't see everything. It's yeah. just another highlight reel. Um, and 
if you're watching something that's a reality TV and it's like contestant based, like yeah, half the time that's completely planned out. They yeah. know who's gonna win. They know who's not. I was curious about this too. So with the show Sexy Beast, at the end of it, they all reveal themselves, right? Um, masked off, and another just obvious thing is you realize there's it's different race ethnic people right mm -hmm. you have black white asian hispanics and when they're masked up you can't tell right right but once the mask come off you're you very can, aware you can of, tell <laughs> yeah so the thing also is the realistic side of dating does race or ethnic in a way right does that also affect if you would be attractive or not attractive like based off of looks so wise? i think that's goes and falls under like physical attraction so yes yeah i think that's true i think there's some people that are attracted to certain are more attracted or are lean towards a certain a certain race right. or certain certain right either their own or another right and so it's just kind of the way it is like people find certain things attractive yeah okay you know so then let's also talk about if he's short or tall right does that all of a sudden you know let's say this guy has everything but he's just shorter than you by a few inches as a girl like is that <laughs> a turn off right away because he physically does not meet i guess that yeah th that i think so i'm i would say personally no it doesn't affect it yeah but that does not mean that that's that way for everyone else because the reality is is that people have started to mix up preference with non-negotiable oh that's good that's so, good non-negotiables so it's really true because if you like certain things so like let's say you are like a taller girl and you're like oh i don't want anybody shorter than me that's that's a preference it should be a preference if that's not like you're missing out on something because you're eliminating a lot of guys right, right. because if you're five foot what five foot eight like, you're tall. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's okay. And yes, I get it. You want that ideal, that ideal, like, the, height. Uh, Disney princess, Prince Charming. Yeah. Like, kind of perfect picture. But that's not always real. And, like, a movie is only, you know, we've said this before, a movie's, what, only two hours, maybe three at max? Like, you don't see the rest. Yeah. So that Prince Charming or... You know, that dream guy may not actually be it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good that you brought up non-negotiables, right? Because, I mean, some of these could be non-negotiables, but some of them are or should be preferences. Yeah. Right? Like, I prefer this, but it shouldn't be the reason why I'm, I'm not even giving him a shot or her a shot. Or, right. You know, that kind of stuff. Or long distance versus local. I mean, is that a non-negotiable or is that a preference? And that's... It's up to that person. I guess that's up to, right. Just don't shoot yourself in the foot. Personally. No guys like me. And I'm like, you have tons of guys lined up. <laughs> but your non-negotiables are so long, no one can meet them. So I think that's a huge piece. Because I think your preference list should be longer than your non-negotiable list. Yeah. Because no one's perfect. No one's going to be your ideal guy or girl. So, like, he's jobless. That sucks. But what is he doing, right? But why is he jobless? Is he living just in mom's basement, literally, and not even trying? Okay, then maybe you don't go for a guy like that. Right. But maybe he's jobless because he's paying school bills and trying to 
make sure that he can get his career job in the next, you know, two, three years. Yeah, going to school full-time, trying to get something, get somewhere. So if being financially stable is a non-negotiable, I think it's worth at least looking at why that guy or girl possibly is not at the moment financially stable. Yeah, I think partially your non-negotiables, you should know why that's important to you. So if it is, yeah, that's true. So if your non-negotiable is financially stable, there has to be a reason. Is Why? it because, like, you're not good with money? Yeah. That's not helpful. That's that's your own problem. Right. You need to fix it yourself, um, because you're still gonna be bad at money. You're gonna still be bad at using money. Yeah. Um, being with that person, or is it? Hey, like, I grew up paycheck to paycheck, and I don't want to do that right. in my future. Like, that's different. That's a different situation. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, evaluate your preferences and your non-negotiables. Because, yeah, you eliminate people. And there's nothing wrong with being picky. Yeah, that's that's good. Be picky. It's, it's good to know what you want, right? Right. People will call you picky, but it, if you know what you want, you know what you want. Yeah. But don't... Die on die in the hill of something that could be a preference and isn't as important. Yeah. And if you're dating or going to date somebody, maybe it's worth talking about some of these things, right? Right. What are your non-negotiables? What are your preferences? Do I have it or do I not? You know, and then talk it out. Does right. that matter? Does it matter? You know, these and, types, t- types of things. And again, this conversation is for somebody that is dating for purpose. Um, yeah. But my suggestion to you is not going, I want to get married, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that guy's going to be like, you. I mean, I've talked to a girl once, and that was, she was like, I'm looking to get married. I'm like, okay. Like, I get that. Like, you're gorgeous, but that right there, like, you know, makes me step back. Right. That may be your end goal. And there's nothing wrong with being like, hey, like, I don't want to date just to see where this goes. Like, I do want to see an end goal. And if I don't see that coming, like maybe this isn't for us, yeah. but. And and you're right. It's not so much that I'm turned off by girls who have goals and know what they want, but it's more of how it comes off. Right. So, I mean, it could have went different. Yeah. Depending on how you say it. So pretend, be careful how you say it. Cause you're right. Coming in your first few dates and being like, I want to get married. My desire is to be married. I want to have kids by this age. Like I'm yeah, getting old. Like that's, that's, yeah, that's tough. You've put so much pressure on that one person to be what you want. And you, you don't even know them yet. Yeah. So I have this one last question for you before we go on to our last point here is Kristen, what is your perfect picture date? Um, so I don't know. You can talk about either, the guy in general or the place that he's taking you to or but what's your like kind of ideal if i had a perfect picture date or guy this is what the date would look like or what he would look like so you're gonna have to answer this too because i'm not oh gosh okay but um i guess i'm really asking you two questions what's your perfect picture guy and what's your perfect picture date so i do have a non-negotiable list all right (laughs) i do one of the biggest ones i have is um Obviously, I want a guy that can lead me well because I do believe in Jesus and I believe that a relationship has that piece to a marriage. But I also want somebody that can have fun and be spontaneous 
because I'm that way <laughs> to yeah. a point. Um, and I want somebody that truly does value family because I'm really close to my family. And I believe that your family should be a big priority. And if we ever have kids or whatever in the future, in the long run, like I want to know that our family comes first. Yeah. Um, now I know that sounds like a lot of pressure for somebody, but like I see that in the long term and not right now. But then like perfect date is um honestly I'm a concert junkie person. So going like I'm being real honest with you, if you yeah. if we both like the same band, like and they're in town and that's what you you invite me to, like I'm gonna say yes every single time because that's what I enjoy. And if if you go and actually have fun with me. I will know that this is worth it, I yeah, think. You, you would want the guy to treasure kind of what you treasure too, right? Right, because that is something super important to me. And so I want you to have fun. I want you to, you know, dance with me or, you know, move with the crowd, have a good time. And then, honestly, I'm as simple as, hey, let's go get a burger afterwards. Like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. That's just my preference. Obviously, also prefer to know the person a little bit like have a conversation before the first date if that makes sense gotcha like a pre-date yeah i guess i mean not really i'd be like <laughs> hey i met you somewhere and like we had a good conversation real quick like okay like you're both volunteering somewhere and <laughs> yeah he comes up and you guys chat for three minutes and okay not three minutes like a legit conversation okay. but <laughs> Yeah, like... Hey, man, with guys, man, that clock is always running. Like, we got to get as much time as we can. If it's three minutes, we got to make it worth it. Yeah. Like, most guys don't bank on having more than a few minutes with a girl. Well, I would also say, like, there's downtime in concerts, and so I expect you to talk to me. Okay. If that makes sense, I expect you to talk to me yeah. <laughs> through it. But. I mean, definitely, yeah, I mean, definitely different on the guy's end, but you're right, too. I mean, of course, if a guy could, he'd spend as much time as he, as he can. But I think most guys know they have a clock running in their head. When they go up to the girl, like, she probably doesn't want to talk to me. I have to be gone in three five minutes. So <laughs> I got to Let's go. You know, at least yeah. that's what runs in my head. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. most guys, yeah. I get that. So he, hopefully he can impress you in three to five minutes. <laughs> sure, I'm not easily impressed. So yeah. good luck. Tough, <laughs> tough. This is yeah, it's tough out here for for dudes. <laughs> well, I mean, I've always felt just on another note that with females. You can literally go go to the bar and get a free drink all night. That's, that's right? very true. But with a guy, I mean, if you get lucky. Yeah, you might have a conversation all night. Yep. Yeah. I feel that. I have plenty of friends that are guilty of that. I don't particularly love doing that. So. I get it, though. So, Long, what about you? You got to yeah. answer the question, too. Gosh, that's tough. Yeah, perfect girl. I just want her to obey me, you know, do everything I say, cook for me. Yeah, <laughs> you're so full of it. He's, you're so full of it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> No, totally kidding. Um, man, perfect picture girl. Gosh. I mean, that's tough. I I would hope that, um, I guess in my head, for me, a perfect picture girl would be a girl who's able to run with visions and dreams. Like, she can see the not, not there yet. Like, that type of girl. That's good. Because then I feel like I can grow with her. Mm-hmm. Right? We can talk about things that don't exist yet that could exist because we can make it happen. Like, to me, that's exciting. Um, a girl can have it all financially physically beautiful but mentally if she can't dream or have visions she's very stuck on the well 
this is the amount of money we have. We can't do that. You know, to me, I feel like, oh, that's going to be tough. So I would like her to be able to dream and have visions, whether or not they align with minds or not. It would be nice. So, I mean, that's one of many things, but I would say that's a predominant is I would love her perfect picture girl to be able to dream, have visions for her future, her hobbies, whatever, family. Um, Perfect first date. I like to talk a lot, but at the same time, when it comes to meeting a girl, like I would like to be able to not say much and feel like we are still connected. So... I know, maybe just a walk at the beach, something like that, right? Very classy, very old school, but... Because you don't have to say much, just kind of enjoy the scenery Mm -hmm. and to to feel that we still connect. And if we do talk, great, but if we don't, right? So maybe something like that, and maybe after just have, I don't know, like a... I don't drink wine, but maybe like a glass of wine, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Like a light sandwich. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I'm also down for... Let's just get a bunch of junk food and <laughs> chips and pizza. Yeah, and chill. I'm totally down with that too. Let's just go back to the place, kick off the shoes, and you chill. know. I mean, I'm, not, I'm normally. I feel like I'm normally. I'm not super picky on that, but if I was just to to give an answer, what would be nice, ideally in my head, I guess it would be that. Yeah, makes sense. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't happen that way, I don't really care either. So to me, I guess it that's a preference. It's not really a non-negotiable. That right. may never ever happen ever. That I go on a date with a girl that and, and, this, and this and that. That makes sense. I mean, but. mine is too. It doesn't really matter. I think it's the time that you spend with somebody. Yeah. That, yeah, for sure. That really makes the difference. Yeah. And I guess now on that too, yeah, it doesn't even have to be the beach. It can be a walk at a park or hiking through, you know, just nature or something like that. I mean, you live in Arizona, so I don't think you'll get a beach anytime soon. I know, soon. Oh, that's sad. So, like um, a, a river and the streets because of the monsoons, but <laughs> yes. that'll be as close as it gets. Yes. Oh, or a pond somewhere at a park. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so that's my answer, I guess. Maybe it'll change. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I don't know. No, I think, you know, less pressure is good. And that brings us to are right what do we make of this whole sexy beast looks versus personality and all that right it's ultimately kristen what is it that, that you say so i think you should have a balance of dating with purpose mm. and that's um, good so part of that is yeah we just talked about this like not jamming down your expectations for your whole dream you know relationship and this one guy or this one girl right so and if you're not dating for purpose know why why you're not if if it's hey like i just i'm not ready to settle down and i just want to have fun okay but remember that there's a cost to every decision you make and so if you want to make that decision to have fun know that the fun will end someday dang and it will end badly yeah every single time just looks looks fade right looks fade that weird fun connection isn't actually connection it's hormones and just science and science doesn't have feelings dang (laughs) that's so funny science doesn't have feelings or connections so you're not actually having connection yeah i think being intentional and this is something that you said is being intentional about dating is is not a bad thing. Right. right. I mean, it's actually important to be intentional about the people you meet, whether they're going to be a friend or not, or be someone more or not. 
that right. you're intentional about that. That's true. The more intentional you are about certain things, the more you protect yourself and others around you. Right. And I'll say this. Intentional don't intentional does not mean being manipulative. Right. right, that's like, so true. Oh, I'm intentional about manipulating them. <laughs> right. Like, that's not, not what we mean when we say be intentional. It's not saying be manipulative. No. But it's saying know where you want to go, know where you want, and be intentional about that being a success. Right. Right, not using people. Right. Right, at their expense. You know, actually, intentional has nothing to do with manipulation. So when you're choosing to be manipulative or you're facing manipulative behaviors, they're not actually being the intentional person that they said they were or you're being or you want to be. So, you know, check why you're making that decision. You know, are you saying some of the words that you're saying or the, the things that you're saying because you mean them or because you know what the outcome will be? Is it so that you can reach your goal or is it because you actually mean it or you actually want to pursue it? Yeah. It's good. And I get this. Sometimes um, a guy asks you on a date, you go because it's a free meal. So <laughs> I think we, guys know that too. They're right. just hoping that that it can be more. Right. And that might be a little different. but A first date, yeah. There shouldn't be as much pressure. You know? Yeah. Hopefully not for e- either party. Right. So. And if that is like specifically because this show is about like first and second dates, like make that be, you know, if you're going to date intentionally, make those be the intentional dates where you get to know them. Yeah. You know, maybe ask questions that are a little bit more on your, like, non-negotiable list. Yeah. But ask them in a way that's not like, hey, do you want to get married in the next two years? <laughs> yeah. I just think of uh, Belle and Beast, the Disney. <laughs> yeah. Talking about sex with Beast, she, she hated this guy, right? Right. But spent time with them, gave him a fair shot, and, you know, ends up loving this guy and he gets being saved from her right but yeah giving people fair shots but again knowing what you're looking for what you're looking for so you're not just saying yes to every guy or girl that comes your way but you're also not declining every guy or girl that comes your way so because you never know yeah that balance so yeah thank you guys for coming out and joining us for this sexy beast conversation it is an interesting show i mean i think it's worth a while it's funny it actually is pretty funny. Like, it's it's an interesting situation to be put in, so it was good. Yeah. I mean, we're not we're, we're not certified, so no life advice, right? Don't do you your don't, own research. Yeah. You don't have to follow everything yeah. we say, but... Yeah, our thoughts. Our thoughts on Sexy Beast, and we're hoping to hear your thoughts yes. through our social medias. Yes, please. Um, make sure you're following us on social media. Our handle is at beyondthisspace. We're um, super excited to connect with you guys there. Yeah. And again, this is Long. And I'm Kristen. And this is Beyond Beyond This This Space. Catch you next time.